Happy day after Daily Dosers. Man, how was your Christmas? I'm, I'm sure we would answer that probably a thousand different ways by all of us that are watching. Some of us had an amazing Christmas day. Some of us are glad it's over. Some of us just stepped right back into family drama. Some of us had drama because there wasn't family with us. Man, do we have, some of you celebrated amazing things. How was Christmas? Maybe, maybe the day after, that's not the point. Maybe the day after on this bonus Monday is, so what do we do now? What do you do after Christmas? Can I take you to the very end of one of the stories I read this weekend? The story's about those magi or wise men. By the way, we always say there were three because there were three gifts. The Bible never said there was three. In fact, I think there was quite an entourage. If you're carrying gifts of gold, incense, frankincense, and myrrh, expensive gifts like that, you're probably not three dudes out in the middle of the wilderness because you're easy pickings. I'm sure they were a group riding 20, 30, maybe even 40 deep. People have that type of means and that type of gifts to give away. I think there's some money backing these guys as well. Plus, when it said they rode into Jerusalem, the entire city was in a little bit of an uproar. Three crusty old dudes with presents don't put a city in an uproar. But an entourage? An entourage would. You realize they came after Christmas? Matthew 2, it says, after, <laughs> after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, that these wise men came to Mary and Joseph in the house. Mary and Joseph have gotten a house. They're starting their young family. This is long after a manger scene. Herod is going to try to kill every infant two years and younger. Jesus may be a toddler by the time these guys show up. But let me show you what they do after Christmas. Matthew chapter 2. It said, when they, star, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshiped him. They opened their treasures, presenting him with gifts of gold, incense, and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. And, and that's the end of their story. And yet there's three critical things in here for you and I, now that Christmas has come and gone. How do we do this? Three things, real simple. Number one, they worshiped. Number one, they worship. What, what is worship? Well, I know, I got to sing. No, no, I just, it's a pet peeve of mine. Everyone says worship is with music and lyrics. First of all, there's no such thing as Christian music. There's no such thing as Christian music. Music is music. There can be lyrics that are pleasing to God or Christian and lyrics that are anti-God, but music itself is just music. But, but music with Christian lyrics is just a very, very small part of worship. Romans 12 says we offer our bodies to God. This is our act of worship. Worship is how do we give God his worth? How do we give him his worth? When all he wants is you and all he wants is I. Here's what you do after Christmas. Number one, we worship. We make sure that God has us. We make sure that we start a daily walk right now saying, God, you have my heart and you have my mind, you have my strength. Whatever my hands find to do, God, I'm yours. I'm gonna give you worship. Worship by how I devote myself to you. I'm offering myself to you. That's our daily act of worship. The second thing is that they gave gifts. They worshiped, and then they gave gifts. What do you give Jesus? Here's what I would say. Your gifts. Not the gifts you just got. He doesn't want your socks. He doesn't want your Ugg boots. He wants your gifts. Your time, your talents, your treasures, who you are. How do you serve him? God, I'm going to give you my worth, but I don't know what to do. And he goes, yeah, you do. Give me you. Give me how I made you. Be an impact in the people and the lives that are around you. Give me your gifts. Allow your gifts to be used for his kingdom, not just yours. 
the gifts that he's given you. Maybe you have financial gifts. Maybe you have business gifts. Maybe you have leadership gifts. Maybe you have gifts of hospitality. Maybe they're parenting gifts. Maybe they're teaching gifts. Maybe they're skill gifts. And maybe they're creating gifts. And maybe they're, they're handyman gifts. Maybe they're drywall. Maybe they're concrete. Maybe they're, man, the gifts that we have are endless. How do you say, God, how do I use this gift and give you my gifts? I want to worship you. I want to live a life that's yours. I belong to you. And use my gifts. And then it said, being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they went a different route. You disobey King Herod. Now, everyone knew the reputation of King Herod. You disobey King Herod, you're dead. Dead. There doesn't need to be a trial. And they've been warned in a dream. Herod doesn't want to know where the baby is to worship him. Herod wants to kill him. Go a different route. They worshiped. They gave their gifts. And they protected that relationship from anything that would endanger it. What do you have in life today that may be interfering in you giving yourself totally to him? You get rid of that at all costs. You sacrifice anything that may endanger that relationship. Worship, give gifts, protect relationship. That's what you do after Christmas. And by the way, every day from here on out is after Christmas.